It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, Trump indicted. The indictment brings felony charges against Donald John Trump. Overnight, the former president and 18 others charged with trying to overturn the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. What does it mean for his other criminal cases and the 2024 election? We're live with the latest. Then, picking up the pieces, the death toll in Hawaii still rising with search and recovery efforts underway. Officials now investigating the emergency response to this disaster and how it all started. Plus, the great weight debate. As weight loss drugs become more popular, researchers are taking a closer look at biology versus willpower when it comes to shedding those pounds. We're breaking it all down straight ahead. And hold the phone. People are talking about cell phone etiquette. I want to just give them my headphones and say, here, put these in, you know. From the gym to the coffee shop to the elevator, where and when is it okay to take that call? You're going to want to pick up on this one today, Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Here we go, Mom. From Raleigh, North Carolina. It's a day. It's our birthday. Hi to my dad, my brother Silas. Watching in Hebron, Connecticut. Bright, shiny, beautiful oh, faces are out there. Wichita gets a shout out. Out. Outside. shout out. And we got young Max outside who we're going to visit. We can't wait to visit with them. We wish y'all a happy mm -hmm. Tuesday. Happy to have Chanel and Craig is taking the day off. Guys, come up, coming up tomorrow, we're going to help your family get ready for the new school year. We've got a new edition of Today's Five Things. Mm -hmm. A teacher, a nurse, a coach, among others, here to sh share the surprising things they would never do. Look forward to that. Meantime, we do have a very busy morning. Let's get straight to our news at 8 o'clock, beginning with former President Donald Trump indicted late last night in Georgia. He, along with 18 others, charged with trying to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in that state. NBC's Blaine Alexander is in Atlanta. She's got the very latest for us there. Hey, Blaine, good morning. Well, Hoda, good morning to you. In addition to the former president, this indictment also charges some of the most high-profile members of Trump's inner circle, including his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, and his attorney, Rudy Giuliani. Now, the DA is charging all 19 defendants with violating Georgia's RICO statute. That's something that was originally created to prosecute organized crime and mobsters. Well, in the indictment, the DA lays out a number of acts that she says the former president and his allies took to overturn the 2020 election results here here in Georgia, saying that together they amount to a criminal enterprise. The indictment brings felony charges against Donald John Trump. The defendants engaged in a criminal racketeering enterprise to overturn Georgia's presidential election result. 
Now, this morning, the former president's attorneys are slamming the entire process as unconstitutional. Former President Trump himself is speaking out on social media, slamming this as a witch hunt, something that the DA herself strongly denies. Meanwhile, Hoda, all 19 defendants have until next Friday at noon to turn themselves in. Mm. Hoda. Blaine Alexander Forrest there in Atlanta. Blaine, thank you. Turn now to the latest on the Maui fires. Officials are warning that the death toll there could rise dramatically. Hundreds of people are still unaccounted for. And more questions are being raised this morning about the emergency response to this disaster. NBC's Miguel Almaguer is covering it all for us. Miguel, good morning. Savannah, good morning. Officials say about 25% of the burn zone has been searched so far, and they've already found nearly 100 victims. They still have hundreds of structures still to search. That death toll will continue to mount. Amid the haunting, smoldering ruins of Lahaina, the sense of loss is overwhelming. It takes a toll on you emotionally, mentally, and then of course, physically. This morning, officials will begin releasing the names of the deceased whose remains have been identified. Canine teams still going house to house in a somber search for victims. It's not just ash on your clothing when you take it off. It's our loved ones. Meanwhile, investigators are trying to determine how the fire started and whether so much loss could have been prevented. A brush fire near Lahaina was first reported early Tuesday morning, and some evacuations were ordered just after 6.30 a.m. But Maui officials thought they had it under control, announcing 100% containment around 9 a.m., possibly giving residents a false sense of security. By that afternoon, Lahaina was in the grip of an inferno. Officials say emergency sirens were never activated. Typically, the communication is by cell phone, on television. All of these modalities were destroyed with a rapid fire. The firestorm surrounding terrified residents as they fled the burn zone. The randomness of this wildfire is evident in this neighborhood. There are homes and apartments that are still standing, but just across the street here, total destruction. For those that want to return and rebuild, that process is going to take years. Adding to the difficulty, concerns over environmental safety. I mean, what's all this is like? Looks still smoldering. It's toxic, hazardous. Officials say dangerous chemicals like lead and asbestos are contaminating the air, soil, and water. How concerned are you about the, the long-term effects of, of living here? Very, very. Everyone's talking about, you know, as soon as we can get out, get out. A community that has lost so much, now coping with the danger of what remains. There is some good news. Thousands of housing units between hotels and Airbnbs have been donated to fire evacuees. As for the cause of that blaze, it's still under investigation by the FBI. Savannah. All right, Miguel, thank you. We do want to mention you can contribute to the Red Cross relief effort. Text Hawaii to 90999. We also have more ways that you can help on our website today.com. Turning to Virginia, where the mother of the six-year-old boy who shot his first grade teacher is expected back in court this morning. NBC's Kathy Park is in Newport News, Virginia. Good morning, Kathy. Chanel, good morning to you. The shocking shooting raised so many questions as to how a six-year-old boy could get his mother's gun and ultimately shoot his elementary school teacher. The family attorney says the boy is currently in therapy, and in just a couple of hours, the mother expected back in court, and she could be looking at several months in prison. 
This morning, the mother of the Virginia boy who shot his first grade teacher will be in court. Deja Taylor expected to plead guilty to felony child neglect after her six-year-old son shot and seriously injured Abby's Werner in January. Taylor's attorney says she reached a deal with prosecutors and could face up to six months behind bars. She's scared and nervous. She had no previous criminal record and uh, she was essentially uh, a stay-at-home mom. In June, Taylor pleaded guilty in federal court to using marijuana while owning a firearm. Today's hearing comes after chilling new details emerged about the moments just after the shooting at Richneck Elementary. According to unsealed court documents, the six-year-old had to be restrained by a school reading specialist and made statements like, I shot that bee dead. I did it, and I got my mom's gun last night. Taylor previously said in a statement to police the gun was left on top of her bedroom dresser in her purse with a trigger lock. I just will never forget the look on his face that he gave me while he pointed the gun directly at me. Abby's Warner, who was shot in the hand and chest, opening up to Savannah earlier this year. How do you even make sense of something like this? You can't. You can't. I, you know, I'm not sure when... The shock will ever go away because of just how surreal it was. Now, Abby's Werner is suing the school district for $40 million. And in a newly released statement, her attorney writes, quote, as a criminal probe widens, our focus remains on justice for Abby and holding the school system accountable for failing to act on warnings the boy had a gun. The school district said in a statement that they cannot comment on any legal action. They have added that they are cooperating with authorities. Chanel. All right, Kathy, thank you. Meantime, the $10 billion James Webb Space Telescope continues to provide answers about our universe and its origins, but it's also bringing up more questions, too. So NASA just released this stunning new image. It kind of looks like a question mark. It looks exactly <laughs> oh, like yes. one oh, in gosh. the sky. So scientists are trying to figure out they're studying that mysterious object. Some speculate that maybe a pair of galaxies merged <laughs> together and by coincidence formed a question mark. Astronomers say the object's red mm -hmm. color indicates it is quite distant, possibly millions of light years away. Is that insane? That is funny. Look at it's that. It's very image. funny. I mean, yeah. it's kind of almost. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say the internet on the nose. Looks They're like going to have cartoons. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> God's having a laugh up there somewhere. OK. Just ahead on Popstar, call him Professor Peyton Manning, the new role that has the NFL icon heading back to college. But first, the success of drugs like Ozempic transforming our understanding of what it takes to lose weight. We're going to break down the surprising results of new research with Dr. Tara Narula. She's right here right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is 
constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, uh, 8.15 with your health as the popularity of weight loss drugs like Ozempic rises. Researchers are now diving into an age-old debate. Yeah, when it comes to shedding pounds, does it have more to do with our biology or our willpower? Dr. Tara Narula is a cardiologist at Lenox Hill Hospital at Northwell Health. She's here to break down this latest research. Dr. Narula, good morning. Morning. Yes, good morning. Ozempic is a really, all those, that class of drugs, Mm -hmm. Wagovi, Manjaro, all of them. It's interesting because it raises the question of, you know, was it willpower or was it biology Mm -hmm. all along because people who are taking these drugs are having a phenomenal amount Mm -hmm. of success in losing Mm -hmm. weight. Right, and one of the greatest things about these drugs is that they've opened the door to conversations about what obesity is. And for so long, we really made it a black and white, Mm -hmm. a lifestyle problem. And in fact, it's so complex. It's a multiple interplay of a lot of different factors. So telling people, well, just eat less and move more, Mm -hmm. and this is a problem of willpower, was really an oversimplification. And so when you think about it, it's an interplay of development, starting in utero through the first five years of life, your genetics, your hormones, your environment, and your choices, and your brain. And so drugs like Ozempic have shown us the power that altering the chemistry or the signals in the brain can have on weight loss. Is it a little defeatist because then you think, well, geez, I'm just hardwired this way. If Mm -hmm. I can't get Ozempic, then I don't have a way to lose weight and to be what I want to be. And that's definitely not the message. I think to be clear, you know, lifestyle changes are always the hallmark of how we intervene first. And we teach people about how to eat healthy and also how to move and exercise. But for some people, it's not enough. And they really do need uh, other approaches, whether that's bariatric surgery or medication therapy. And we haven't had a lot of great options for medications for a long time. And these drugs really do seem relatively safe and well tolerated. And people can have like 15% weight loss on them. Mm So, you know, we really think that it's potentially altering the brain chemistry and affecting the pancreas and insulin secretion and slowing down the motility of the gut. So it's really working to decrease appetite and cravings and also affect us internally Hmm. in the gut as well. There is this notion out there, and I wonder if it's backed up by science, but that, you know, like your body just has a certain weight it wants to be, Mm -hmm. like a set point. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can, maybe you're doing great on your diet for a while and you get five pounds Mm -hmm. under it, or you're terrible and you get five pounds over it, but like everything is leading you to a certain... Mm -hmm set point and it's kind of predestined. Right. And so this is a hypothesis called kind of the set point theory that's been around since the 1980s. And when you think about evolutionarily, what was one of our biggest threats as humans? Starvation. And so our body is wired in some ways, we think, to really hold on and Mm -hmm. store food. And so unfortunately for many, there can be, we think, a set point. And really that's why for a lot of us, we fluctuate within five to 10 pounds of that set point. For those who are obese, it seems that set point is sort of thrown out of whack or it's set at a higher level. And so when you try to lose weight, your body says, oh no, I'm starving, and it really holds on. It slows your metabolism, it stores the fat, and it increases your appetite. So it can be very difficult. What do you just say to people who aren't, they can't afford a Zempic, but they've done everything they can to lose weight. They're always on the diet, they're exercising, and they look at the scale and it always reads the same, or they're up a pound. They're like, how can that possibly be? I mean, Hoda, if I told you the number of patients I see every day who struggle with obesity and overweight, I'd say like 70% of my patient population. And these are the conversations 
we have. And we talk about seeing a nutritionist and working with a nutrition team. We talk about physical exercise. We talk about weight loss drugs. And hopefully, some of the insurances may start covering them now yeah. that we've proven there's cardiovascular benefits. We talk about bariatric surgery. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about ways to lose weight that maybe can reset that set point. And that means not these fad diets, but really a slow weight loss where mm -hmm. you're trying to lose 5 to 10% of your body weight over six months. And that way, you're tricking your brain to potentially mm -hmm. not think it's in starvation mode. You're also eating the right foods. You're working on stress and sleep and all the other lifestyle things to set you up for success. But these drugs have really opened the door to these conversations mm -hmm. in our exam rooms, and that's a wonderful thing to take away stigma and shame and mm -hmm. hopefully get more people open to taking them. Mm -hmm. Good question, Dr. Narella. Cool. Good conversation. Thank you so Thank much. You. Appreciate Thanks. it. Mm -hmm. We'll go over to Al. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We're looking at some showers through the southwest, some heavier showers and thunderstorms moving through New England and the Great Lakes, and some wet weather down through Florida. Uh, probably a few airport delays, maybe in Chicago, maybe around Boston. Otherwise, afternoon highs. Look at these temperatures, especially now into the Plains, the Pacific Northwest, interior sections of the West as well. 80s, 90s, 100s, those 100s and 90s continue again through the Gulf. 60s in New England where it's raining right now. For today, going to be rainy there. Some severe storms along the mid-Atlantic states. More rain down through Florida. They could see some uh, anywhere from 1 to 3 inches of rain over the next 24 hours. Hot and humid weather continues through Texas and record highs in the Pacific Northwest. And if you're heading out the door, don't forget, check us out on the radio, Sirius XM Channel 108, today at 1 o'clock. Off the rails, Whoa. live, you can call in. But in the meantime, what time is it? Best time of the morning. Pop start. Come on, Rafa Carson this morning. First up, Margot Robbie. According to a new report, the Barbie star is raking in quite the payday for her part of the massive Mattel hit, citing sources with knowledge of her deal. Variety reporting the actress and producer could make roughly 50 million in salary and box office bonuses. No surprise, Barbie just scored another number one weekend at the box office and has topped a global total of over $1 billion. Wow. wow. Next up, Peyton Manning, the former NFL champ, is headed back to his alma mater thanks to his next big gig, teaching. At the University of wow. Tennessee, yes, this fall, students can sign up for class with Professor Payton. He'll be swinging by the College of Communication and Information. He'll be a featured expert. We have a feeling he'll fit right in with the kids on campus. He'll be a fun professor. <laughs> that class will be packed. All right, next up, Duncan, the beloved coffee chain. Listen to this. Is joining Happy Hour and expanding the brand to include their very own line of boozy brews. Whoa. Yesterday, Duncan announced they'll soon be dropping canned spiked beverages made with some of their most popular coffee and tea flavors. The spiked iced coffee packs will include original, caramel, mocha, vanilla, and the iced tea cases are set to include sweet tea and half and half, strawberry dragon fruit, and the mango pineapple refresher. So of course, social media blew up with excitement around the news. One user on X, formerly known as Twitter, writing, if a pumpkin latte version of this is released in the fall, it would single-handedly fix the economy. Duncan spiked is expected to hit grocery stores at the end of this month. Okay. Hoda okay. said spiked with what? What are they spiking it with? Booze. I'm Booze? I don't know what. Probably like rain. I don't even know. Rain. No, we don't know. We don't I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't say. Um, I feel like it's coffee or it's booze. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's, it's both. Join well, the espresso yeah. martinis. Really yeah. oh, oh, actually, you're right about that. I think there's yeah. a martini. And a Red Bull and vodka. You, yeah. I take it back. I take it back. Thank you. We'll see what happens. Red Bull and vodka? That's the thing. What, you've never had that? No. Okay. All right, moving well, on. We had a college experience. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Wallen, the country singer, continues to break records <laughs> thanks to this radio hit. 
That, of course, is Wallen single last night. It just spent a 16th week at wow. number one on the Billboard Hot Great 100. Song. The track is now the longest reigning song on the chart without an accompanying artist. Wow. So it's tied for the second longest reign in the chart's 65-year history. If you're wondering what's the longest reigning song for the Billboard Hot 100, here you go. That would be oh, Old Oh, that's a good oh one. Miles X and Billy Ray I Cyrus, their song. collab. One of the finest songs I ever. I heard it from you first. Yeah, I, did too. Right. I did too. I did too. Yep. Sometimes Hoda just kids. brings in a song <laughs> and it like becomes our song. Red Bull and vodka. Yes, she was. <laughs> <gasps> right, oh, right. Okay. Then. Coming up, Jenna is here. Yeah. She's got expert answers on a common pet peeve for folks. Using your cell phone and its speakerphone in public, is it okay? No. Like, ever? Hello? No. <laughs> but first, this is Today on NBC. Chanel and Hoda. There's our Michigan cuties. In fact, they just You've gave been watching it. since how, how old? Since I was five. Five years they old. They brought us a bag of goodies. That is. So, oh my gosh, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for having coming here. It's so fun. Guys, we're going to get into a really good discussion yeah. this morning. What's that? People chatting on the cell phone loudly on speaker uh, out in public places. Oh, do you ever do that? Sometimes. You know what? I try not to, but every now and then. <laughs> it happens. Do you do that? I try not try to. Not. Yeah, try not to. Just honest about it. Yeah. Yes. We try. Try not, try not to okay. is yes. Yes. We all do it from time to time. Yeah, but then you get those the stink eye from people. You do. <laughs> you really get the old fish eye. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, well, Jenna's going to get into this. Show us why um, some experts are saying that's just really a big no. No, no. Yeah, we're going to get. She's doing like a behind the scenes investigation. <laughs> Her assistant was the guinea pig. So we're going to see what happens with Julie. Guys, can we just say hi real quick sure. to, to, look, to young Max? Max, Max. Max flew all the way here for his bar, bar mitzvah. He decided to do this instead of a bar mitzvah. I hi, Max. I came to see you. Well, I came I, to see you. I came to meet you. Well, oh. I'm, I just want to say thank you. I'm so happy you came and we love you, okay? okay. 13 years old, oh, right Max. there. All right. Also, had guys a heartwarming story from Harry Smith uh, visiting a car wash that's providing service for its customers and its workers, and it really shows you what can happen when you empower people and support people. And you know, he'll tell it the only way Harry can. Oh, the best. Can't wait. And then, of course, we've got award-winning baker Brian Ford here putting his spin on our favorite nostalgic desserts. For me, oh. it's the strawberry shortcake. For Hoda, a classic funfetti birthday. Oh, yes. thank you. <laughs> Yum. And then. In our third hour, how often should you refresh and wash those items we use every day, like your pillows or the kitchen sponge or your toothbrush? Get ready to find out. Okay. Uh, I hate those segments, you know? I'm always like, oh, Shamed. darn. So you're yeah, supposed actually. to wash your jeans how much? Okay, yeah. oh, let's get to the weather. But first... <laughs> Today's weather is sponsored by Nutrish. Feed your pet's mind, body, and energy with our whole health blend dog and cat food. By the way, 80th anniversary of the commissioning of the USS Intrepid. Yeah. And what's your name, sir? Art. And Art, Art, you're a Art former Lynn. crew member. Yes, three oh, years I was under care. Like yeah, we're up Sandy. Well, yep. that, I'm, I'm actually glad you said yes. I didn't check <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it was. But yeah, thank yeah. you for your service, sir. Thank Appreciate you. that. Let's show you what we've got for you for uh, today. Record highs out west. Hot and humid weather continues through Texas. Sunshine through the plains. Some severe storms in the mid-Atlantic states. For tomorrow. 
tomorrow, local downpours down through the southeast into, into Florida. We'll look for more record highs in the Pacific Northwest. Some afternoon storms in the upper Mississippi River Valley. Sunshine from the Ohio River Valley back into Texas. And that's your latest weather. Phone call for you, Ms. Cotby. Oh, yes, I'm right here. Uh, coming up next, Jenna's got a little social experiment going. She's going to share some expert advice on a common problem. People having loud or intimate phone conversations in public. But first, this is today on NBC. Today's talker, which is all about cell phone etiquette. We love this. Okay, almost everybody has one and an opinion on where and when it's appropriate to talk in public. So we decided it'd be a great idea to ask Jenna to look into it. Don't you like that I went yeah. on a social experience? Yes. Okay, we've all been there. You're in the checkout line in a restaurant or just walking down the street, and someone is talking very loudly on a cell phone. You can hear the whole conversation. It, it almost feels like a conference call that no one signed up for. So we decided to find out what people think when it comes to cell phone consideration. If you can afford a $1,500 cell phone, you can afford some earbuds. We don't want to hear all that. I just want to show you how rude folks are walking around talking on his speakerphone. I'm at the grocery store, sweetie. I'm actually on speakerphone because I have no regard for other people. <laughs> These days, communication and connection have never been more convenient. We take our cell phones everywhere we go in line at the checkout, walking down the street, even working out at the gym. We can take and make calls at any time, but should we? Etiquette expert Lizzie Post explains. Waiting rooms, subways, trains, airplanes, anything like that is gonna be a really difficult spot where you have a captive audience who might not really wanna hear your conversation. We decided to conduct an unofficial social experiment on cell phone etiquette around 30 Rockefeller Plaza. We asked my normally sweet and considerate assistant, Julia, to grab her cell phone and chat obnoxiously away. First stop, a coffee shop, where Julia shared all of the details about her weekend on speakerphone. Hold on one second. Can I please do a grande vanilla sweet cream cold brew? She made this amazing salad last night. What did she put in it? Other customers in line had opinions. When you hear somebody like this talking on speakerphone, do you feel like I'm in line? Is it rude? Does it bother you? <laughs> yeah, it's, it is a bit rude. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we don't need to be part of your conversation. <laughs> so what should she do instead, do you think? Take it off speaker? Take it off the phone. Say, can I call you back? Next stop, the fitness center at 30 Rock, where Julia pumped up the volume in the wrong way. I hate to interrupt your workout, but does it irritate you when people listen to loud videos and TikToks when you're at the gym? 100%. Rude, right? It's incredibly annoying, yes. <laughs> it's like, I wanna just give them my headphones and say, here, put these in, you know? You're the closest, so is it distracting? At first it is, but sometimes the headphones can be annoying for people to plug in, so I can kind of relate to wanting to play it out loud. For our last experiment, Julia took a phone conversation on the go. Did I tell you about my flight this weekend? Where we asked, is talking people. loudly on the phone in such close quarters bad etiquette? It's delayed. Again. Raise y'all's hand if you think it's kind of rude to talk super loud in a small space. Y'all do, kind of? And do you no, think? I don't really know. Okay, so tell me why you think it's kind of rude. 
people are standing in a quiet elevator. <laughs> it's kind of rude to be screaming in their ear. I think sometimes it's like an awkward situation because you feel like now you're part of the conversation that you didn't wish to be a part of in the first place. So why do these behaviors feel offensive? They really impact the strangers around us in public places. And a big goal of etiquette is that we try to have minimal impact on the strangers around us in public places. Wow. Okay, can we first give a quick shout out to my yeah. lovely assistant, Julia, Julia who does not, she's an incredible about actress. the salad part. I know, right? What was on the salad? Balsamic. <laughs> um, she was talking to her mom. She's such a trooper, as well as Starbucks and our facilities team for allowing us to do that social experiment yes. in the gym. So, you guys, we polled our Today viewers at today.com. 97% said it's not okay to use your phone at a coffee shop or a restaurant. And 95% also said no to cell phone usage at the gym. I would never do a phone call in front of Hoda Copy at the gym. <laughs> and again, an overwhelming majority said it's not okay to use your phone in the elevator. I feel like it's especially uh, unkind or rude to the, the person who's taking your money and taking your yes. order. Yes. Have you ever been there and someone's like, anyway, what? what? Oh, a, a large whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and then the like, people behind you are like, well, now yeah. I could have been going. Yes, yeah. the other I place like... is the grocery store. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. It's hard because those lines get really long. Yeah. You have multiple kids. You're waiting. Yes. And, and also, you're right. Or the nail place. Like, you try to go get your nails done, you want to, like, zen out. Yes. And people are like, blah, blah, blah. By the way, it's not just speakerphone. Like, you put the headphones in. I could I can tell you what's on. Like, if you hear one side of the conversation, I wouldn't be like, tell Aunt Beth she can bring a date to the wedding. <laughs> Would you ever say to somebody, look, I'm really trying to concentrate or rest. Would you ever say anything out loud if no. someone was on their phone? I've only done it at the library. Oh, yeah, okay. As a, as a nerd yeah. that I am. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, well, thank you, guys. We love <laughs> thank you, Jen. No, really, you. No, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Okay, okay, good. Coming up next, we're going to thank Harry Smith for taking us to oh. a Florida car wash. Car wash. Oh. Oh. Harry, Harry, Harry you're, on. you're on TV. Oh, my gosh, it is so rude. He's, it's a car wash changing the lives of its workers and community. A touching story with Harry. But first, this is Today on NBC. Okay, you can pick back up. It's 844. Mr. Smith goes to a car wash in Florida with a large and loyal clientele, and not just because their cars get a good scrub. Hi, Harry. Hey, Harry. Good morning. Good morning, all. This is a story of a family who started a business because they really wanted to benefit one of their sons. Well, the business has grown and grown, and the benefits have been available to many, many others. A car wash is a car wash. Unless it is a rising tide car wash in Florida. Thank you. Have a great day. A bold demonstration of inclusion, productivity, and self esteem. So, my brother Andrew's on the autism spectrum, and my father and I were really struggling with what he was going to be able to do when he became an adult. Tom Derry's dad bought a struggling car wash where he hoped Andrew could work. Andrew and a lot of other people like him. And we were able to take our first location that was only washing 35,000 cars a year and turned that around to one that now washes over 170,000 cars a year and turned into two more car washes here in Broward County, Florida that are even more successful than the first. But know this, it has not been easy. It was very difficult. For many new hires, it was their first real work experience. There was trial and error aplenty, but especially on the part of Tom and his dad. Is the business failing the employee or is the employee failing the business? And nine times out of 10, it's the business 
that needs to improve to better support the employee. For instance, getting the cars into the wash itself normally requires contact with the public, sometimes not their team member's strong suit. So they came up with this simple sign, then color-coded the control panel. So you were showing me the panel there. I couldn't do that panel. Bree's exceptional at that. She's able to stay calm in really chaotic situations. She's pumped about it. It took a while for Bree Mathis to learn the job, but she told us she's a pro now. My new goal is that I'll be able to save a lot of money for me to travel. We noticed a flag on her mask. You want to go to Brazil? Absolutely, sir. You're right, tootin'. <laughs> Tom Derry has written a book about his lessons learned over the last 10 years. We read it. You talk about peeling away layers of trauma. What's the trauma? A lot of time, our employees experience significant bullying when they're in high school, as well as not feeling like they fit in to anywhere. But when they come here, this is the first time that there was a culture and a community really built for them. A place where mistakes can be made, where mistakes are even welcome. So we call this the dignity of failure, in that in order for people to grow, you have to push people to the edge of their capacity. John Paul has worked here for six years. He told us he loves being part of a team. Are you getting better at your job? I am. I'm yeah. getting better at um, talking to customers. One of the best measures of success at Rising Tide is the number of employees who leave. We've had over 100 of our team members that have worked with us over the last decade have moved on to other jobs in the community. How many? Over 100. To celebrate, they throw a party. What do you hope your employees earn more than just a paycheck here? I hope they earn a sense of self-worth and a sense of self-confidence, that they know that this isn't the only job for them. There's a lot that this life has to offer them, and this is just the beginning. This book, The Power of Potential, <laughs> is a great read because Tom was a business student in college, and when they came there, they thought, we're going to set this up like this. We're going to set this up like this. What they realized was they needed to change the business mm -hmm. in order to let the, their employees actually be successful. Yeah. And it's a for-profit business. Mm -hmm. There is no 501c3. Mm -hmm. It makes it, it, it's sustainable. But those yeah. principles will be applicable to any business mm -hmm. with exactly. any kind of employee. Exactly Great correct. wisdom he's yeah. found there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Really cool. Well it's our third, good. Exactly right. It's yeah. our third trip there. Every time we go down, it gets better. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Every city, yeah. every yeah. state. Right, that was beautiful. Well, coming up next, these are not your average desserts. Chef Brian Ford is going to show us how to take flavors that remind us of our childhood and birthdays uh. and bake them up a notch. But first, this is today on NBC. <laughs> if you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? 
then twist them into a nightmare. This guy's done this before, he'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. back with today food this morning nostalgic birthday cakes but with a twist that's right uh brian ford is an award-winning baker best-selling author and the host of the flaky biscuit <laughs> podcast where he chats with celebrities at his kitchen table over their most nostalgic meal all right so today he's going to make some of our most memorable cakes mm. but brian you're adding mm. your own special twist to it. it's good to see you absolutely good to see you what's too. what's your favorite cake on your birthday by the way uh carrot cake with raisins kind of oh. controversial but oh, just got to throw it out <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, uh, let's I get... Object. Le okay, we got some objections from the table there. All right, let's get bacon. All right. Funfetti is a great cake, oh easy, oh but so you bad. say you can make it, you can zhuzh it up. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. Even more fun. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank it's you. Funfetti cake, it's already baked. We're going to make it tres leches style, which is a traditional oh. Latin American Ooh. type of cake. Okay. So what we're going to do, we've got condensed milk here, which okay. is sweet. It's very important to have. Mm -hmm. We're going to add some of this evaporated milk to it. So condensed plus evaporated. Plus some whole milk. You Plus use, whole. Yeah, you can use uh, wow. dairy-free milks if that's your if that's your that's jam. Your jam? Gonna, mm -hmm. Oh, you're doing the work for me. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of cinnamon <laughs> just to add a little bit of a kick so, to it. So this mix is, that up real nice. Yeah, so yeah. this is I love condensed. Yeah, milk. and so like, our, our cake has been baked already, mm -hmm. and what we want to do is use a fork so it's cooled, and we're just gonna poke some holes into it. Oh, okay. All right, and it's gonna soak in. That's gonna help it soak in. All right. This might be the best thing. Wait, this is the moistest cake I have ever. <laughs> but just so, so we bake it, then we soak and it? And then we oh soak it. Oh and we want to keep it in the baking pan to retain so the soaking So how much liquid. am I putting oh, in there? Oh, just come on in, come on in. Show don't me, play, don't play no games. Like, there we go. Boom. Oh Is that enough? Yeah, yeah, there we oh go. My. I got to poke a little bit faster here. Okay. Right, so go. you just more, let more, it more, soak. More, 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 yes, yes, but you don't yes, want it yes, too yes. soaked, right? I mean, listen. Who cares? You want to kind of get it in there, all right? Okay. I didn't poke fast enough. Okay, but I that's beautiful. I should have been poking while wow. I was talking. All right. So, as that, so, so now we want to top it, all right? We'll get that moisture mm. soaked in there. Mm -hmm. We have a whipped cream with some pineapple crushed into it. We want to just simply oh. ice it with look at, our Look what's going spatula. on here. Look what's know. happening. <laughs> Did you taste it? No, I haven't tasted it. I haven't tasted it. I haven't tasted it yet. Am I finishing icing this? Do you want me to finish this whole thing? Hold on. Oh, thank you, Al. Okay, hold on. Stand by to slip out. Hold on. Let's see how it is. How good is that? Oh my God! Isn't mm -hmm. that incredible? Mm -hmm. Unbelievable! You can. <laughs> we want to top it. We want to. Oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna dump Our some cherries on there. It's going crazy. It's okay. so good I can't even finish we, making right, it. That's sorry. Mr. Roker my, my has a mom birthday coming up. Always make sure, uh, strawberry shortcake. Uh -huh. Yeah, oh. tough task, uh, you know, to to, to make this for you. So I made a biscuit dough, a little bit of whole grain flour in there mm -hmm. to give it some earthiness. Okay. And what we want to do is just roll it out and take the whole table with us apparently. <laughs> All right, in order to get flaky layers in the biscuit, you wanna use cold butter and you wanna do a series of folds on it, okay? okay. That's gonna help the butter so and layers it, kind of? layers it mm -hmm. a little bit. All right, here we have a strawberry mixture. Typically you would add sugar. Sure. I'm actually adding guava jam. It's got a floury, oh. a floury neutral flavor that complements strawberry as well. Mm -hmm. It's got some natural sugars. We'll mix this up, we'll let it sit. 
Mm -hmm. And over here, of course, we have our flaky biscuit. All right, very Al, important. Al's birthday's coming up on Sunday. On Sunday. Oh, well, it is. Al, what's your birthday cake that you usually have on your birthday? Um, I usually carrot cake. Just a no, just a plain old <laughs> vanilla. Just a, like a simple vanilla cake. Box vanilla. Kind of yeah, thing? That's about it. There's nothing wrong with box cakes. No, yeah, that's about yeah. That's the best. I yeah, think that's the know. best. I, I got to tell you, a Carvel ice cream cake can't be beat. What do, oh, you, yeah. what do you think of this? Oh my God, this is delicious. Is it so yummy? Brian, please mm. tell me you have a book. Uh, I have a cookbook called New World Sourdough. It's been out for a couple years. My next book, New World Baking, comes out. Next wow. summer. So you split oh, this. Yeah. Split. Just, you split this. You add some guava jam here. Oh. Jam. All right. So yummy. A little bit of guava jam. Again, complimenting the strawberries. We the add some strawberries on this here. Oh, I mean, how great is that? Look Come at it. On. It's a and a little mint art. in there. This is fantastic. And wow. then we add some of this flaky layers. Look at that. Make a good biscuit. Mm. So good. You can add some mint if you'd like, but there's nothing mint. wrong with the flaky biscuit. No, there isn't. Everyone just, loves one. Just like yeah. that. What kind of? Who, who do you have on your podcast coming up? So the flaky. Flaky Biscuit yeah. podcast by Sean Land Audio. Yeah. Uh, we've got plenty of people today. It's Sarah Highland and Ooh. Wells Adams. We actually had a little double date with them. Mm. We made their most nostalgic nice. meal. Mm. We've had Jenna Fisher on. We've had Andre Mack, different this chefs. It's been, it's been Thank great. You so much. This Find these recipes today.com/slash. So All right, we'll be back with our third and fourth <laughs> hour. This is today on NBC. Welcome back to today. We'll be right back. Oh, I gotta get get my my Can I get a bite? Oh my God. Yeah! Of course. Both of these are uh -huh. phenomenal.